So I've been hearing a lot of things. I'm going to read an article, but uh, just quickly. Children. I hear a lot of parents talking about children and what the plans are for school. The start of the school year. And I'm just hearing some crazy things. Like hybrid classes, alternate days, one week at home, one week at school. Um... And I and I let these parents speak. I don't interrupt them. I don't try to talk into any sense into them because it's not A, my business to do so, and B, I want to listen. I want to hear what they have to say. And whether or not they believe this smoke and mirrors bullshit that's being blown up their asses. And unfortunately young children are the guinea pigs we we are witnessing a new trauma a traumatized nation we are gonna have some fucked up kids growing up in the future because they because their parents are subservient or 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 have fed into the fear many who consider themselves educated they want to do, quote-unquote, what's best for the children. Yet this virus, none of this bullshit that they're proposing, this virus isn't even a threat to these children, right? They're, they haven't proven anything about this virus, really, in terms of it being a threat to children or if children can carry it asymptomatically. They don't know jack shit, Right? But they're blowing smoke up everybody's asses. Everybody has and then you have the parents. Oh my gosh. Not not I have not heard one of these parents say, Well, you know, we have to protect the kids, but it's like, from what? Because to them it's a cold. And this is what has been advertised or told to us from the beginning, right? it's uh, uh, it's it, it's all bullshit. A vitality rate less than the flu. Uh, have we ever locked down for the flu? So, regarding these hybrid classes and three days on and two days off, this creates an atmosphere and a culture of confusion. See, this is this is perfect. And being a trauma subject myself, this is very recognizable to me. Okay, as a form of trauma-based mind control, because when you have that constant confusion and not knowing from day to day it keeps people on their toes and a lot of people right now because they don't know a lot of people are frustrated a lot of people want their quote old lives back no you don't no you don't because now you have to be forced to understand something okay you have to be forced to survive You have to be forced to look ahead. You have to be forced to realize that your plans weren't really ever your plans. Unless anything that you decided to undertake, you know, you we decide we are born into this world. We don't decide, I don't think so. Maybe before we get here we do. We make some pact with the other side. Who the fuck knows? But when we get here, we are subject to plans and designs that are beyond ourselves. Beyond. So fucking beyond. So we can make plans, and if we fall within the correct timeline, we might get lucky. We might get lucky enough to achieve some normalcy. 
some kind of day to day and every single one of us who's living right now has experienced it to some level some more than others in a world of entropy and a world of chaos okay normalcy eventually dissolves nor there is no more normal there is no right or wrong there is no male or female there is no gender or sex everything is fluid so why should you have a routine why should you have an education why should you have a job i mean hey they're gonna take everything from us why should you have a choice they're gonna take everything from us if we stand down and obey and that's not anything we should be doing that's not anything the parents should be doing but they're so caught up in the confusion once these parents I think are smart enough to really if they do the math once they understand what is being really or the ones who do understand but just are afraid to say anything because the mass mob the mass media is what's stirring so many people see 50 60 70 80 percent believe whatever the fuck the screen tells them but there are plenty enough who are educated to see, like, what the fuck is this going on here? What is going on here? I think it's bullshit. I had the privilege of going to a mechanic the other day, and none of these guys were wearing masks. And I was like, thank God. You know? And these are the type of guys, like, you know, they have beer in the fridge and water in the cooler, and they'll smoke the cigarettes, and, you know, they'll do what they do, because it's their fucking garage. It's not a Mavis, but God bless them. I'm not going to walk around with masks on. And I'm, hey, how's this one? How's that one? How's the 90-year-old grandmother? She hasn't left the house in four months. This was a woman in her 90s who had a social life. She had friends come over on Fridays. A 90-year-old woman, God bless this woman, 90 years old, she had friends come over on Friday nights to play cards and drink Budweiser's this bitch had a better life than me i mean like seriously and she's been stuck inside and he says she's getting huge this is horrible this is horrible for anybody to have to experience but you have to realize after this there's nothing left to hide there's nothing to hide from okay bodies are not dropping people are not dropping left and right they're telling people that people die but people die every day we don't have bodies stacking up as, as a podcaster that I follow, legal man says, where are the bodies? And I, I've said the same thing. You know, they had that bullshit on TV. Oh, they're burying the COVID patients in a potter's field ah, over in New York City. Okay, yeah, they do that all the time. And they had some funeral home in Brooklyn. They had bodies in a non-refrigerated truck. Okay. But why is that the only case? And why did it even look like it was staged? I mean, really, people really fall for the hype because their lives have been turned upside down because they have been given, oh, my God, here's the scary, the scary virus. Oh, my God, you have to stay home, stay home and hide. But you could still, you know, if you do come out, you have to wear masks and you have to wear gloves. But it's okay if you throw them on the floor, right? You wear your masks and gloves to protect yourself, but you don't fucking protect the environment. You goddamn hypocrites. You shitbags. So all these stupid followers who do this shit, I mean, like, I don't know. Deep down, I kind of wish they would get the virus, but that's kind of a mean thing to say. You know, that's not very nice. Um, 
some people are going to sit there and tell a healthy person that you have to wear your mask. And I, and I saw this meme the other day. It was like this fat person on a moped pointing and saying, you know, you're not wearing your masks. It's like, really? You fat bitch sitting on your moped? And and you, you eat your, your fast food and you live this unhealthy life, but all of a sudden this virus is going to be what kills you? No, if, if it kills you, it's because you're weak. You're weak and you allowed yourself to get to the point where this virus could kill you. And then you should be ashamed. You should be ashamed. See, the media doesn't give people options. The media doesn't tell people that they are responsible for themselves. Because the government will take care of everything. And that's, that's a huge part of the problem. So these parents are given surveys. And they're being told, hey... You know, what do you want to do? Do you want your kids to go back full time? Or do you want this? And, and pretty much every parent wants the kids to go back full time. But in, in, in other countries, in, in Korea, they have these partitions and every other student. and Three days a week and two days on and three days off and every other week. And What part of any of this is rooted in actual Science. None. Absolutely none. This is this is no infection control that I've ever participated in, heard of, or learned about. They're just making this shit up as they go along. And the whole goal is to keep people uncertain. Because uncertainty breeds fear and people do not realize they need to wake up and understand that they are just being moved along like cattle and they annoy me they annoy me because you know what they're setting the pace and can't let these people set the pace so these children these children who are being traumatized right these are the ones who are going to be the future. These are the ones who have the most chance of being fully enslaved. And they may or may not be the perfect weapons to turn against those who are awake. Who knows? But these children, they're being subjected and subdued. And this is not a good sign for our society. Society breeds confusion. Think of everything that goes on. It breeds hatred and jealousy and malice and strife and drama. Just turn on the television. Turn on the, this is this is the documentary of what they've tried to complete and and create in our lives. Everybody likes drama. You got all these stupid... I, I can't even... I don't even turn on TV. I can't even keep up with half these stupid shows. But there are plenty of stupid shows out there about just violence and drama and people want to live these lives. And then they have their screens and their little... their social media and they want to live their lives. They want to live through their screens. But they're creating a false reality. It's easily manipulated easily manipulated because the go- the government these these people who want to control you and I they're every place they're every fucking where 
right? They're part of the social construct. They're they got their tentacles all up in the network. So how how do you defy? How do you defy? Truly defy these things? You have to educate yourself first off, and you have to be wise. So I don't know really where I was going with that, but I just felt like you know spouting off before I read this article. You get to the article. I'm 13 minutes in. of this message is COVID-19 and the Pandemic of Surveillance, authored by J.D. Tusil via Reason.com. Americans are increasingly monitored, and COVID-19 health concerns aren't improving the situation. All right, so I'm not going to really go too crazy because there's a part that's a little boring here. Um, pandemic maps are all the rage these days, but the latest one from the Electronic Frontier Foundation hmm, is a little different. Instead of viral hotspots, it displays a plague of official snoopiness, arranged by location and sortable by technology. While it documents intrusions that predate the current crisis, the Atlas of Surveillance is all too relevant to the age of coronavirus. Concerns about curtailing contagion help to normalize detailed scrutiny of people's lives and drive us towards a pervasive surveillance state. The Atlas of Surveillance Database, containing several thousand data points on over 3,000 city and local police departments and sheriff's offices nationwide, allows citizens, journalists, and academics to review details about the technologies police are deploying and provides a secure resource to check what devices and systems have been purchased locally. Oh, that's cool. EFF that announced that on July 13th. So that is, let's see, it is cold. The Atlas of Surveillance, and I might click into that later. Um, yeah, so what it does is it's an Atlas of Surveillance is a database containing several thousand data points on over 3,000 city and local police departments. That's a lot. Sheriff's office. Okay, I just wanted to repeat that for my own. Um, so this is about the technology the police are deploying, the resources to check what devices and systems have been purchased. So now we could snoop on the... On, on the <laughs> On the police users can click on the map to see what surveillance technologies are used in specific localities if you want to see what's going on in your area the map is searchable by the name of a city county or state now I'm real curious the map can also be filtered using technologies such as body warm worn cameras drones and automated license plate read whoa 
This is awesome. <laughs> I'm just reading this for the first time. Holy shit. And, I, you know, again, I was just talking about this. I spoke about this back in April, a, a previous uh, podcast. And, you know, they were deploying drones in New York City and and so on and so forth. And this is a, this is a page out of the CCP's playbook. And, and that's the first thing that came to mind uh, when I came across this article. I read about halfway through it uh, before deciding to read it to you guys. Um straight out of the ccp playbook yeah uh and meaning the chinese communist party i i say ccp i should be more clear about that ccp is the chinese communist party so yeah they um they basically have this technology they deploy this technology it's a well-known common thing and this is what they're starting to do in the united states okay so Let's go. So the author says the nearest entry to him is in Prescott Valley, Arizona, where the police department is among the hundreds that have partnered with Ring, the Amazon-owned doorbell camera company. The Ring partnerships don't give police live feeds, but they can request video recordings regarding a specific time and area. See, Ring can be hacked, though. Um, Yeah, they may not give the police live feeds, but Come on now. You don't think that that technology isn't hackable by a hacker or by the police or by, you know, some kind of program, surveillance program they're not telling us about? That's bullshit. So they say participation in the live feeds uh, for Ring customers is voluntary. The partnerships are a clever workaround for the development of a wholly new surveillance network without the kind of scrutiny that would happen if it was coming from the police or government, warns Andrew Guthrie Ferguson, a professor at the University of the District of Columbia's David A. Clark School of Law and author of The Rise of Big Data Policing. That's another book, The Rise of Big Data Policing. I don't got time to read that. Researchers find few crimes solved by the voluntary surveillance partnership. Okay, but the home scrutiny marketing of the ring arrangement nudges the culture towards an easier acceptance of pano, panopticon that operates outside of the full range of civil liberties protections. Also easing America's slide towards full surveillance state is fear of the COVID-19 pandemic. Yeah, we got snitch lines now fucking ridiculous public health officials who just months ago fretted about overcoming privacy concerns with regard to contract tracing schemes have turned to government's usual solution threatening harsh penalties for non-compliance now this is where i stopped and decided i'm gonna read to you guys because this right here is some and i, and I heard about this a couple weeks ago and but i i just think that this is some ill bullshit Quote, travelers from certain states landing at New York airport starting Tuesday could face a $2,000 fine for failing to fill out a form that state officials will use to track travelers and ensure they're following quarantine restrictions. Like, what the fuck? AP reported this week. Okay, this is, this is Cuomo threatening people. And I've heard people say that their jobs were threatening during the summer. Uh, I guess people travel, people go to Florida, whatever, right? I don't know why anybody would go somewhere hotter, but more power to you. And these 
employers were telling the employees, well, if you go and don't tell us, we will fine you. Like, what the fuck is going Like, what is, how is this even legal, is what I want to know. And where does it end? This is a question that I've asked before. Where does it end? Now, if I had an employer like that, I'd probably be like, fuck you. You know, I, I would probably quit or I would just do something and just be like, you know what? Whatever time I had accrued, I'm just going to burn through it and get the fuck out of here. Like, I, I get out of here. Um, so mandatory tracking forms for travelers to New York follow on Rockland County's earlier efforts to compel cooperation with contract contact tracers. Yeah, Rockland County, I think, is where it started here in uh, New York. And then all of a sudden, you know, downstate, New York City, Queens, Brooklyn, uh, Long Island, Staten Island. I don't even think they had that many cases in Staten Island. But um, Commissioner of Health, Dr. Patricia Schnabel, Rupert, urged residents to comply with the Department of Health's contact tracing efforts and threatened those who did not comply with subpoenas and $2,000 per day fines. He, they urged the residents to comply. <laughs> And threaten those who did not comply with two thousand per day fines. The fuck out of here! Ridiculous. This is this was announced July first. These motherfuckers, like, yeah, you have to tell us where you go. We're gonna find you. Like, this is some ludicrous shit right here. Okay, and I'm sure, I'm I would not be surprised to hear that this is not only happening in New York State, but also all over the country. People. Hello, anybody being threatened in their state regarding travel, reach out to me on Twitter. You could leave a message. There's a link somewhere where you could actually fucking leave me a message on this podcast. Feel free to do so. I don't give a shit. Listen, don't listen. But if your state is also instituting these travel bans or travel quarantine threats, drop me a line. Let me know. I, I need to hear this. I need to know this because this is just getting out of hand. And um, people, I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't cooperate. I don't fucking cooperate. It's just, you know, there are people who are born in this world who are just, they buck authority. And uh, I have to honestly say that I am one of those people. And I don't give a fuck at this point. I'm not going to be scared about it. It is what it is. And it's, uh, it's go time. So if you're the type of person who does buck authority, just be smart about it. You know, like, fuck these people. Like, you need to go somewhere. Go where you gotta go. Don't be worried about them threatening two thousand. Let them find that two thousand dollars. Don't make the fuck out of here with their bullshit. All right, let me continue. Um, we can hope that health-related snooping into people's movements and activities will come to an end when the pandemic pr- passes. But these things have a way of getting Im- embedded, yes, in the culture as people become accustomed to them in the name of controlling infection there's there's no conviction infection many private companies are now closely monitoring employees yes including their proximity to one another in the workplace absolutely fucking ridiculous this none of this is rooted in science people okay really really like why are people not challenging the fact that none of this shit is rooted in science why are people challenging this i don't understand are people that willing to 
bend over, bow down, and obey? That they're willing to put up this shit? And not make a stink? Not- Oh, that's right, they're too busy protesting Black Lives Matter, you dumb fucks. Like, really? Really? Oh, oh maybe it's the people who are working, maybe because they're just, just afraid to lose their jobs? We really live in a society of scared shits. This is- I guess, yeah. Dumb shits, dumb scared shits. It's 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 a shame, but um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe there is still hope for them. Maybe there's still hope for all of us. Let me continue reading because I just can't handle this shit right now. Um, yeah, yeah. So people are being monitored now in there. Well, they have been for a while, but it's becoming more widely acceptable. Private quote: Privacy advocates warned that the tracing apps are a slippery slope towards normalizing an unprecedented new level of employer surveillance. Yeah, that's just... You're an employer and you want me to download an app to clock in or clock out. I, I wouldn't be really happy about that, but I guess, you know, it's, it is what it is. But you can have me download a contact tracing app. Like, fuck out of here. Like, really? You, are you that hard up for a job that they're gonna let you hey why don't you let you they're gonna trace you in the bathroom too why don't you let you why don't you let them put a camera in the bathroom and just record you while you're taking a piss or shit like because i mean it's just really it's, it's all the same at this point um it's just ridiculous people are willing to put up with this and that that's half of the problem so aggressive expansion of surveillance programs without adequate checks could normalize privacy intrusions. Yes. Adequate checks. Meaning, is this against the law? Like, oh, but it's for COVID. It's to, it's, you know, it's to help you out. It's to save you. It's to flatten the curve. <sighs> Fucking people. <sighs> Aggressive expansion of surveillance programs without adequate checks could normalize privacy intrusions and create systems that may later be used for various forms of political and social repression. The novel invasions of privacy, which might once have set off alarms, can become the new normal, is clear from public-private surveillance partnerships, the sort that Ring developed with police departments. After the Supreme Court ruled that the police need a warrant to access cell phone location data, in Carpenter v. United States 2018, law enforcement quickly started purchasing data from private marketing firms. Quote, the Trump administration has bought access to commercial data to a commercial database that maps the movements of millions of cell phones in America and is using it for immigration and border enforcement, the Wall Street Journal reported earlier this year. So I'm going to repeat that quote. The Trump administration has bought access to a commercial... Who is this commercial database that maps the movements of millions of cell phones in America and is using it... Hmm. Who is that commercial database and is using it for immigration and border enforcement? That could be, like, so many. Like, I'm really curious. Quote, commercial database. Who's... Who is selling maps of the movements of millions of cell phone users in America? That is my question. Experts say that the information amounts to one of the largest known troves of bulk data being developed by law enforcement in the U.S. And that the use appears to be on firm legal footing because the government buys access to it from a commercial vendor. Who Don't we have a right? 
If we're being snitched on and spied on, don't we have a right to know who's snitching on us? This is wrong. They don't have our consent to do this. This is unacceptable. In a growing trend, other agencies, including FBI and the IRS, have also turned to private sources to monitor social media posts and track cell phone movements. New surveillance technique is quickly becoming widely established. Likewise, even after COVID-19 fades to an unpleasant memory, we may find that it has left a legacy of intrusive monitoring of our whereabouts and social connections, all for our own good, we'll be told. For now, the growing incidence of public health surveillance is too new and low-tech to be included in the Atlas of Surveillance, which is plentiful as it is. Selecting automated license plate readers reveals dense clusters in California and in urban areas and along major highways elsewhere. Clicking on drones reveals that they monitor much of the country, especially east of the Mississippi River and along the west coast from the sky. Look at face recognition technology. Shows that it is especially popular in Florida and around Washington, D.C., As thoroughly monitored as the Atlas reveals the country to be, it's far from complete and EFF invites volunteers to insist in collecting data. As new information trickles in, that map will undoubtedly fill in the new jurisdictions and surveillance efforts as time goes on. The Atlas of Surveillance will probably fill in with new monitoring technologies too, including some driven by public health concerns. For officials looking for reasons to poke their noses into other people's business, the pandemic is as good an excuse as any. Well, there you go, people. COVID-19 and the pandemic of surveillance. Well, what can we do, right? They're watching us. It doesn't really matter at this point.